I'm glad we prepared a lot of these in advance because we're getting really busy. We are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today, are you going to ask questions or do you want me to give? Yeah, those? I'm. I'm going to ask questions again. Um, I right. would say I didn't do better, but, uh, uh, but all right, all right. I felt more in control. What do you got so, today? All right, is it a uh, a tree, shrub, uh, graminoid, forb, or other? Other. Oh, finally, I knew there would be one. <laughs> I was waiting for you to not say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the I would ask next is it a a well, it's got to be uh, I don't know. Let me say, does it have a a berry? Uh, it does. Okay. Uh, the, its flowers will give way to blue black berries that are to three eighth inch in diameter that are sometimes not visible until the leaves drop. Okay. Now, uh, this is one that will, will probably give it away. How many, how many lobes does that leaf structure have? <laughs> I'm just looking. I know what it is, so I just want to make sure uh, I'm reading it from the right place. It's dark green compound leaves are up to eight inches long, consisting of five leaflets with serrated leaf margins. Now, I know you know what it is, but you've only asked three yeah, questions. Yeah, I've only asked. And, but people – yeah, people are guessing along at home. Yeah. I'm going to, to say to, – because I know, I know what yeah. it is um, – when I ask other, that's typically to include vines, and I, yeah. I include ferns in there just because yeah. I don't really know yeah. where they fall. But uh, this would be a, a vine. It would be a is. deciduous vine from the Vitaceae family. And that's for everyone at home. Yes, which is but. the grape family, if you're mm. curious what family that is. Okay, yeah. so that's four. Um, I'm going to ask, what's the fall color look like? The fall color is bright red to purple fall color and i think it's really it's pretty beautiful for what it is yes. um, a lot of people don't like this plant but, yes and then um there you're five. Oh, that was five that's okay. five gotcha all right what well, do you what do you what's your guess oh it's uh it's uh i don't know how to say the botanical name Parthenocissus, what's it, quincifolia, which is Quint, Virginia quint quinquifolia quinquifolia sorry tom's guess is Parthenocissus quinquifolia virginia creeper I could tell you got this, like, by the third <laughs> once, one. So. You mean once you said other? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. Welcome back to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. I am Fran. And I'm Tom. And today's plant is Parthenocissus quinquifolia, which is Virginia creeper and also called woodbine. So that this is our first vine, native vine that we've actually done. Which is it's gotta people either love or hate this plant. I was gonna say it has a bad rap, but there's some people who really say, Wow, I love this plant. Yeah. Um, but it can be a little destructive at the same time. It can be because you, you will see it climbing on on trees, um, and it can grow fifty to ninety feet long and it can grow thirty feet in a single season. So that's really aggressive. As far as length, like if you, you think of this plant growing 50 feet across, 30 feet in one year across mm-hmm. your property, yeah, you know, that or or 30 feet up a tree mm-hmm. may not be exactly what you want. Um, and it is a facultative upland species. I wanted to make sure I, I pointed that out. One of the reasons that people don't like this is because <coughs> – excuse me. They, they sometimes confuse it with 
poison ivy, but it's yeah. you, you pointed out or you asked you because you knew mm-hmm. that it's five leaflets where poison ivy is three leaflets. Yes. Yeah. So it it is you know if you're if you're curious like you're you're seeing the leaf and you're like oh this is poison poison ivy esque is mm-hmm. this poison ivy. It's not because it's five leaves. Yeah, there's there's in my mind when I'm looking and I see these plants because you see a vine. There's really in my when I see them, it's either Virginia creeper or it's poison ivy. Typically, at least in the woods where I like to hunt and fish and do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the two main identifiers are when they have leaves is is the how many lobes there actually are. Is there three leaves or is that five leaf structure? But some of the the fresh like if you look at the the I guess would be the leader of the vine where it's some of them only have three leaves. It can be a little tricky. They just haven't formed those fifth leaf, fourth and fifth yeah. leaves yet. Um, the other way is through the berries because this, as we mentioned, has that like bluish blackberry and poison ivy has typically has white berries. So when you are in the fall when it's defoliated, that's one way you can tell it apart because they still have their berries. Now they're yeah. both really beneficial to wildlife. I, one is gonna is definitely gonna give you an allergic reaction. The other one. Yeah might only maybe give you an allergic reaction yeah like and it's and it's important to remember as tom said poison ivy is native it, mm-hmm. it's toxidendron I'm, I'm trying to remember the the species uh i can't remember but radicans i think yeah toxidendron yeah. radicans so a ton of beneficial uh habitat yeah. for or, or deer food. love to eat yeah. it like there's a lot of benefits it's like it's got a lot just, of benefits to wildlife now i'm highly allergic to it so it's an issue for me because like I could, I could be hospitalized mm-hmm. or complain, and Tom would have to listen to it for three weeks while <laughs> yeah. I'm healing from it. So it is native to the eastern United States and most of the Midwest. Um, so you're not going to really see it out on the west coast of the United States. So you don't have to worry about that confusion. Um, let's see. Let's go the bark. If you're interested about the bark, because it will defoliate. The bark is gray brown and it has aerial roots and tendrils that are used to cling on. Uh, cling to anything available for support. So it will cling to trees or it can climb over other plant material. It's a mm-hmm. vine. Yeah. And it can be aggressive and that's what it does. Yeah. Now, we we mentioned that it has berries, but I didn't really ask about the flowers. What do the flowers look like? It has a greenish white flower in the late spring to early summer and it will appear in the upper leaf axles. So you'll see those flowers in the spring and then uh, you'll get the blue black berries that you won't – you'll see, but you won't see them completely mm-hmm. until the leaf drops. Yep. yep. And you mentioned it can be pretty aggressive. I've found it to grow in a bunch of different habitat types. Does it like full sun? What what kind of areas does it grow in? Yeah, you know, it's it, – it likes full sun. It can take part shade. It can take shade. And, and it can take so many different environments. And because it's fast growing, it's susceptible to a lot of – things it's susceptible to mildews leaf spots canker will um and also it's also a, a to a number of insects and pests like including beetles scale and leaf hoppers the one thing though is because it can take all these different conditions even though it's susceptible to all these things it can easily regrow after a foliar injury from its extensive underground root system so it has the tendrils where it's attaching to everything and it has a really good root system so even though it has these issues it doesn't doesn't affect it too much mm-hmm. like if you want to get rid of this you're you're pulling it out but it does have a lot of great components to it yeah. also yeah yeah talk a little bit about the the wildlife value with this plant so for the for the fruit uh 
it's it's good for the birds through the winter, uh, and that includes chickadees, nuthatches, mockingbirds, catbirds, finches, flycatchers, tanagers, swallows, vireos, warblers, woodpeckers, and thrush. All these birds feed on the berries. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see these birds, this is a very important species, plant species, mm-hmm. for those birds. Um, it is the larval host for several species of uh, sphinx moths. Um, and many animals uh, like squirrels, mice, deer, and chipmunks all feed on the stems and the leaves. Um, and the thick foli- foliage actually provides shelter for wildlife over the winter. So this is something that you can feel pretty rest assured that the deer can feed on, but it's it may knock it back. Mm-hmm. But this is, this is a plant that's going to survive through it. Yeah. So yep. Now, so many animals like it, and, uh, and like we talk about with aromatica, well, people can eat that too. Can people eat eat this plant? Uh, the berries contain oxalic acid, so when consumed, it's going to irritate your stomach and kidneys for humans and mammals, um, and it's fatal in large quantities. So um, you, like we mentioned that many of the animals are feeding on the stems and the leaves, and only birds are feeding on the berries. Mm-hmm. So that would make – yeah. That would make sense. So you don't want to eat this berry. And Let, I, leave I, it for the birds. And I mentioned how, like, some people have allergic reactions to Virginia creeper, and that's because there is also a, a chemical called uh, what's it, raffides? Raffides. Or, or raffides. Ra- Something. Ra- it starts with an R. It starts with an R, and it makes you itch. So yeah, <laughs> that's it, the big thing. And some people do have issues with that. So it's, that um, that might cause skin irritation for yeah. some people. Yep, and it's not everybody. I don't have any issues with it, and I'm trying to remember. Someone I talked to said that they were really allergic to it. And I was like, really? I, are you sure you haven't didn't touch poison ivy? And you thought it was Virginia creeper, but then I found out, oh, no, there is actually an allergic reaction that can happen with Virginia creeper as well. It's just in a much smaller group of people, yeah. and um, and it's not nearly as bad typically as uh, as poison ivy is. Yeah. So um, you will find this starting to appear well, – here's one thing to remember. If this many birds are eating the berries, you're going to find this plant mm-hmm. all over. Because they're spreading those berries after after they pass them through, or the seed after they after they eat the berry. Um, but it's technically found in, uh, its successional status is a facultative cereal species, and it's a component of climax forests in the eastern U- United States. Um, so we talked earlier about sphinx moths. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really mention though bees are. Um, pretty successful in assisting with virginia creeper with pollination so they are bee pollinated um and the bark and the fresh young shoots are aperient alternative emetic expectorant and tonic that's a lot of words none of which i yeah understand and what i'm, I'm not even sure what that sentence I, says i i don't either <laughs> someone will and hopefully they yeah. they they share enlighten with us, us. Yeah. enlighten us. Um, but one of the things we always try to do is what this plant would be a good sub for. So if you have English ivy, uh, English ivy, which is uh, oh I'm drawing a blank on Parthenocissus, um, uh, or no, it's Heterohelix. I'm sorry, Heterohelix is English ivy. Uh, so this would be a good sub. Parthenocissus quinquefolia would be a good sub for English ivy, which is considered an invasive in a lot of states so if you have that i would maybe switch over to this yeah so i'm i'm just looking up your your previous sentence yes so period is um it means it's used to relieve constipation okay uh 
and expectorant, which is is similar, if I remember yeah. correctly. Is um, no, that's alternative. That's a different word. Emetic. Oh. Uh, Emetic. Okay, I, I looked up the first one. All right, <laughs> but aperient have... and expectorant, I think, are are relatively similar. And um, yeah, I guess really what's left is for for my last Your quiz, quiz right? all right let's see if you can finish off the week strong oh. emetic means causes vo- vomiting oh there you go well so, it does say it's it's fatal yeah. in large quantities so the bark and fresh young shoots you don't you probably don't want to uh probably don't want to eat too much i don't of. think you want to eat it anyway no all right i'm going to give you five statements four of which are factual one is not and i want you to guess uh which one it is and hopefully our listeners are playing along as well see if you can guess um are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, quinquefolia is Latin for five leaves. Parthenocystis says quinquefolia is not tolerant of atmospheric pollution. This is what grows in New Jersey. What are you talking <laughs> about? Um, it is used as a wash on swelling and poison ivy rash. A tea from the leaves is aperient, astringent, and diuretic. Okay. All right. And a hot decoction can be used as a poultice to help reduce swellings. Uh, I'm going with the, the that it's not tolerant to pollution because, right. like I said, we – well, I guess I'm not – South Jersey is the garden state. Where it we is. are is the garden state. There's not nearly as much pollution as North Jersey, but – I would feel like that North Jersey pollution kind of spills down here, yeah. and I see it all over the place. All so. right, so Tom is saying that the plant is not tolerant of atmospheric pollution. Yes, yeah, it's, it's actually extremely tolerant yeah. Of, yeah. of atmospheric pollution, which is you know goes to say when you talk about how resilient this is and how many conditions it can take. It just if if you want something that you're going to have success with, you're going to have mm-hmm. success with this. So you just have to make sure that you're right plant right place you, yep. you have an yep. area that you can allow this and you can maintain it a little mm-hmm. bit yep. all right are you putting it in your yard tom uh i don't have to because it's put itself in my yard and it, um well i'm here. guessing the birds really did and it's one that i keep pulling out of my garden but there's one we have like it looks like an addition on our house but it's not actually an addition apparently okay. it was built that way but it's yeah. a whole it's a brick area while the rest has vinyl siding yeah and i'm really torn because i'm like man that would look really cool and like kind of old school if it had like that English ivy look, but yeah. with Virginia creeper climbing yeah. up the side, and but I know that can be damaging to the house itself. It sucks then, the moisture out, if I remember correctly, because the tendrils yeah. are taking hold and they're they're sucking moisture. So I think it mm-hmm. does cause for decay down the road. Yeah. So I'm like, it would be cool, but I don't really want it. Um, so no, I'm not necessarily planting it. I don't understand the benefits of it. It's just not going to be beneficial in my garden. So I'm actively pulling it out i have it in my yard and again same as you it's volunteered in the birds have graciously left seed where where it's taken hold and it's in an area that i can kind of let it go um Mm -hmm. and it's it's near an edge so i will keep it confined to that area it hasn't climbed on any trees probably because there's other invasive vines already in my property Mm -hmm. climbing the trees and it's can't out compete them uh but it's it's there it's providing good good resources for wildlife and i'm just kind of letting it go right now so so cool. perfect. So that ends another great week of a native plant every day. Um, tomorrow we have a brand new episode of uh, Native Plants, Healthy Planet. So make sure you go over there and, and download that one. And uh, we'll see you again next week. And until then, keep it native. 
Thank you for listening to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. Hey everyone, this is Fran. And Tom. And we just wanted to give you a quick reminder to tune in every Friday to our other podcast, Native Plants Healthy Planet. Yeah, so on Native Plants Healthy Planet, we dive into all different kinds of subjects revolving around native plants and our ecology and having a healthy planet. We have guests from uh, from colleges, from other podcasts, from different nonprofits we work with, even authors. It's a really good time. We hope you join us over there. Make sure you tune in, and until then, keep it native.